The last time we saw our bearded adventurers, the wizard had battled with the enchantress through the ages and dimensions, but found himself overpowered by the enchantress and the time changer crystal. The wizard and the enchantress reappear back in Franklin in the midst of a battle that was going poorly for the rest of our heroes. Despite their heroic efforts, the undead horde was too great. The battle ceased as both the heroes and the necromantic warriors turned to observe the enchantress strike the final blow. Only the gunslinger was able to shake himself out of his stupor, and with only one bullet left in the chamber, the gunslinger fires a prayer. The Enchantress is so focused on casting the massive spell, putting an end to the wizard's meddling in her affairs, that she doesn't even notice the gunslinger. The forty-five caliber bullet exits the barrel, twisting tightly as it flies through the air. The bullet whistles as it spirals towards the Enchantress. The Enchantress hears the whistling and turns, but it's too late. The bullet smashes into the crystal on the Enchantress's scepter. The bullet mushrooms into itself and bounces off the crystal with not as much as a scratch left on it. The ball of magic energy dims briefly as the Enchantress loses focus on the casting of the spell and stares down the gunslinger. A blank expression on her face. The expression curdles into pure fury as the Enchantress turns her attention to the heroes. The spell begins to glow with renewed intensity. Undiscernible to anyone. A hairline fracture forms in the crystal. The Enchantress raises the scepter, ready to rain down the spell upon the heroes. She howls as she targets the heroes. The crystal's crack begins the spider web. The Enchantress casts the spell, but just as she unleashes the magic energy, the crystal explodes, unable to channel the vast energy called upon by the Enchantress. The magic energy swirls around the Enchantress, Raging out of control, the Enchantress feels the magic pulling her apart at a molecular level. <coughs> Screams the Enchantress in terror. The wizard, seeing his chance, stands. Raising his staff high, he begins muttering magical words. And suddenly, the magic energy begins flowing into the wizard's staff crystal. Like smoke being pulled into a vent. The Enchantress is also pulled towards the crystal, her body distorting and wafting into the crystal. Similar to how the magic behaved when being pulled into the crystal affixed to the wizard's staff. Screams the Enchantress as she disappears into the wizard's staff. With the absence of the Enchantress, the undead soldiers begin to stir growling and moaning, growing more aggressive. The large cloud of cosmic energy continues to funnel into the wizard's staff, and his eyes begin to glow a bright blue. As the last traces of magic energy trickle into the wizard's staff, the wizard cries out, straining to channel the energy. Suddenly, he drives his staff into the ground, sending out a magic shockwave that blows by the heroes. The shockwave charged with cosmic energy slams into the undead hordes surrounding the heroes, the corrupted bodies disintegrating and blowing away like ash in the wind. The heroes look around at the aftermath. 
stunned at what just unfolded right before their eyes. The hero falls to his knees, exhausted by the extended conflict. He rolls onto his back, staring up at the crisp blue sky. The gunslinger drops to his haunches, leaning up against the inventor's crushed exoskeleton, resting his still-smoking revolvers, propped on his knees. Captain Crimson drops to one knee, chest heaving and sweat running down his forehead. He allows his sword to fall from his grip, falling to the ground beside him as he himself falls down in total exhaustion. The barkeep sits nearby with the inventor. The pair laugh, overjoyed by the fact that they get to see another sunrise. The distiller and Dr. Wolf stand over the scribe. In the midst of battle, the scribe took a blade to his side. The thrill of the fight caused him to be oblivious, but now in the aftermath, the scribe is painfully aware of the wound. Dr. Wolf works on the scribe purposely, but is not frantic. While the wound may be painful, it's not fatal. Hold still, scribe, scolds Dr. Wolf, his brow furrowed in concentration. Tis but a flesh wound. Dr. Wolf has stopped the bleeding and is working on stitching up the wound. The distiller produces a flask from the folds of his robe. He unscrews the lid and pours a few sips of bourbon into the scribe's mouth. The marksman slowly walks towards the wizard, his cloak tattered, bearing several cuts and gashes. The sleeve of the marksman's tunic is torn open and a shallow cut stretches across the marksman's bicep. The marksman's hair is disheveled and he walks with a slight limp. He strides over to the wizard, staring at him in wonder. We, we won, laughs the marksman, with a mixture of relief disbelief and fatigue. We won. A new day shines on Franklin. Smoke still drifts through the air, generated by buildings still smoldering from the nightmare that hung over this town. The newly liberated townspeople are working together to reunite families and rebuild. The heroes have been treated with the greatest hospitality the recently occupied town can muster, being given the finest rooms in the Franklin Inn. The finest rooms untouched by the Enchantress's savage attacks, that is. The hero's work is not finished, however. Most of them have kicked in one way or another. The barkeep and the inventor have helped rebuild some of the homes and major establishments in town. Dr. Wolf has attended to the medical needs of their patients. The hero, the marksman, Captain Crimson, and the distiller have traveled to several nearby towns asking for provisions for Franklin in their time of need. The wizard stands on the sidewalk, puffing on his pipe, watching the town of Franklin rise from the ashes. The gunslinger approaches. They're resilient. Should have this town back into shape in, what would you say, maybe a month? Asked the wizard, half-joking. With some of them lost... Couldn't be replaced in a lifetime. But they'll be okay, replies the gunslinger gruffly. Thank you, wizard. Without you, everything would have been lost. The gunslinger drops his head. A look of guilt flashes across his face. You can't blame yourself, the wizard chides sympathetically. 
The universe deemed the power could not stay hidden. It would have found its way out into someone's hands one way or another. But it was my selfish desire to see my family that ultimately brought this destruction here, explains the gunslinger. No, gunslinger. Evil brought the destruction here. There will always be evil, replies the wizard. His gaze looks out at the heroes around the town. The barkeep helping raise a storefront. A newly returned hero is playing with the children as a heavily bandaged scribe recounts the tales of their latest adventures. That's why it's so important for heroes like you to rise up against it, finishes the wizard thoughtfully. He snaps back to attention. Now, about your family. Any chance I had of seeing them is gone since I smashed the stone. The gunslinger answers, accepting the harsh truth. No, no, my dear gunslinger, replies the wizard gleefully. My staff absorbed the immense power of the time changer crystal. While I do have the power at my disposal, the ephod back at the island had the proper spells cast upon it. It may take a while to find them and learn them, but once I do, you'll see your family again. The gunslinger looks at the wizard, unsure if he can believe what he heard. The look of awe turns to a smile of gratitude as the gunslinger slaps the wizard on the back in appreciation. It's a new day, a new start for everyone. But in the meantime, begins the wizard. The stone on his staff begins to glow bright blue. The gunslinger looks down in astonishment as the time travel wristband begins to glow the same blue hue.